What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Bad Days Podcast. It's a little bit different than usual. There's three of us here, but you know what? We're going to get right into it, and we're going to talk about how your bad days are your best stories. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Bad Days Podcast. If you can tell, it's not the normal cast. It's the cast for the Am I the Asshole videos, but this is a normal Bad Days video. I decided that um, the, the Am I the Asshole series had like a much more robust flow like i don't even know how to describe it it's just like it would hit its points and we would talk we would tangentially talk about nonsense but we would be really really cemented in like you know uh like a a theme or a topic Mm -hmm. and it was less like we i felt like i was padding time sometimes Mm -hmm. so we're doing this and it works it's really fun with three people so sometimes we'll have graham on here sometimes it'll just be the two of us but we're gonna do an am i the asshole video and also for those of you don't know this is now streamed live on twitch.tv slash Hassan Kader. Uh, I didn't use Twitch for anything for a very long time, but I'm back on Twitch just to do Am I the Asshole slash Bad Days content. Uh, but yeah, Zay, you got a story for us to get started. Me? Please. Yeah, you're the you're the asshole, aren't you? Oh. You, now you ask me, am I the Little asshole? Little me. <laughs> See, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Go for it. So this story has an interesting title. Am I the asshole? For not wanting to raise my brother. Mm. Yeah. parents had to grow up fast, huh? Mm. <laughs> when I, now 26, was 11, my dad left me and my mom for another woman. He had a child with her named Nathan. I have never met my half-sibling, and I'm an adult now, and Nathan is 14. His mom eventually left my dad and is in prison for drug-related offenses. My dad died, and now Nathan has no family. My dad put it in his will that I am now Nathan's guardian. Uh, okay. Hmm. Stop on that one for a second. So, hmm. <laughs> I had trouble, like, understanding that story. <laughs> so, everyone died, and then he just, the only one, apparently his dad, in his will... But it's I, also somebody he's never met, though, right? Yeah. yeah. That's... I don't... Th- I, I, I know you can, like, will money to people and, like, assets. Can you will, like, fucking children? You're not legally obligated to take care of someone just because it's in someone's will. It's... <laughs> you just start, like, fucking... If, when I die, I'm just going to, like, burden everybody <laughs> I know. I'm going to have so many kids and be like, you get a kid and you get a kid. Like, you what? get my debt from this expenditure. All right, let's keep it. There's one... Two more paragraphs left. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. I refused, and the caseworker looked at me like I was a total POS. That means piece of shit. <laughs> I rent with roommates, and I work about 50 hours a week, so I don't even have time to raise my half-brother. The caseworker said that my brother was excited to move to California, where I live, but I told her it's not going to happen, and you shouldn't have even told him that. My mom agrees with me that I'm in no place to raise kid. But some of my relatives are acting like I'm a monster because I'm not helping my brother out. It's not my fault that my dad left no other options for him and he has to go into the system. I don't feel like I am even in any place to help him out at this point in my life. So It's fair, right? So like, like, it seems like yeah, you, you don't fair. think, you don't, you're not asking a question about whether you're the asshole or not. He definitely doesn't think he's the asshole. Isaiah, so. you can't you can't do this meta commentary on like I, the am simply, I the asshole genre. Simply, I know you don't get it, and I know you're not a fan of I, it. I, not, I get it. I do. But I know you don't I like get it. The I know you don't like the conduct. It's just people bitching, and they're never the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I wish. Okay, <laughs> we shall continue. You wish it was like. <laughs> I wish it was like. Hey, here's a, here's a balanced situation here. I would like, tell him could go either way. I would tell him when he was younger, like, hey, one day when Dad dies, I will raise you. And then I decided that like I don't have the funds for it. Stories need more nuance. Poorly written, anyway. <laughs> um, so, what are your what are your thoughts? I mean, Graham, you, that's you, not an asshole move at all. That's, that is a hell of a position to be put in. Also, seems like if I, I don't know the timeline of when the dad had the kid with the mm-hmm. second woman is very important too. Because if this was happening during the marriage to the first woman, yeah, seems like he doesn't have his planning down at all. No. So now that he's dead. You can't feel bad about not, you know. Does he not have any other relatives? Like all the people that. Some people don't have families, man. What about the people but that are mad like, at this? Yeah, person? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the people that are like judging him and all that. They're like, so mad they can. Well, off of their I home. mean, yeah. if they're the same people, 
Let's get super political here. They're the same people like outside of abortion cl- clinics yelling at people to eh, put them up for adoption. It's like they're not. They don't want to adopt your fucking kids, but they want you to put them up for adoption. They don't yeah. want to take them in. I think people like Good to point. sit on on the moral high ground and like live in this world of like, well, oh, the, the kindest thing to do is for you to raise yourself up from your bootstraps and take that young man and and make him successful yourself. Very Victorian, like, dude. It's fucking dumb. That's Very like, Victorian. well, I think what it, what it actually like the people who say it are like, what you need to do is get that young man and raise him right because because it's important to raise a good kid and obviously they think they sound fucking victorian they think they're the smartest when i was on the planet. when i did i was in something called boys state there's a bunch of <laughs> folks from around alabama playing politics basically and then our like counselor he, he like made a joke because like he had his girlfriend in the picture and he, he told one of the one of the little kids for some reason they're like, oh yeah this is uh this is my girlfriend like i got a baby with her but uh um i i you know i'm not married to her for some reason like i i we like split custody or whatever and then the kid he was like my age he was like you need to marry that woman what <laughs> what it was such a weird hey weird friends thing. here's an idea don't get married <laughs> it's such a weird experience to have just having a kid yeah it's got to be more to it than that nah, no bro the kid is is the glue to keep the relationship together right haven't you that's, the amount of, that's a good way to go. <laughs> the into the it. marriage turnover yeah. rate in Alabama is so funny because it's like eighteen divorce, eighteen divorce, Literally, eighteen divorce. So or many of my eighteen friends, damn near suicidal and miserable. Like the people, the adults in this like in this town are so fucking miserable. They're so ready to get divorced, or they're doing they're secret key it. parties, which I only recently learned uh, of. Key parties. Oh, allow me Ooh. to elaborate because simply I had no idea this was happening or that this existed or this was real. Because, why? Um, so we live in a very like southern suburban like like it's not a middle of nowhere town. I think it's a fine town. It's like it's got popularity it's the for middle of a parking lot. It's the middle town. of a parking lot. It's a nice parking lot. It's it like is a, that. It's a complex. No, it's it's a nice enough town. We like host the SEC baseball tournaments every year, so that's like a very it's a big deal that we have like a lot of people coming here, and it's like one of the what is it the the highest televised sporting event of the year? Like what were you saying? You told me something like it had some kind of. Something, Graham. What are we talking about? USFL? No, not USFL. Uh, World games. Baseball games. Baseball. Don't, are we like one of the, the highest like paid for televised sporting events in the country? Oh, we just watch a lot of sports because there's nothing else to do here. I Welcome thought we to Birmingham. Like, I thought we like hosted the sports that were the most televised in the country. No, no, no. We watched the most uh, sports on TV because we were all fat and unathletic. <laughs> Wait, and... that's so much worse. Why did I think? Why did I... <laughs> you thought we had something cool? Yeah, hey, I like the spin, but uh, that's not us. So I really thought that something we were like. Us. I thought we were like. <laughs> No, no. We watch a lot of sports. I thought you were saying we host the most televised no. sports in the country. No, Dude, no. I've like I've like had several conversations recently where I've like told you just people spread the word. I was literally you? like, "Hey guys, we here's a cool fact about Birmingham." Um, but look, look. So <laughs> it's a middle of nowhere town. There's there's things to do. It's the biggest city in Alabama, but it's a lot of suburban Christian people and they just kind of hang around the same places. They all went to school here. They all went to this year. Like they're, they're, they've all been in the same places their entire lives. And, uh, these white, very Christian, very rude, very conservative people, as far as like, not just their politics, but like how they, they view like being sex positive and things of that nature. Right. Uh, except they have this thing in this one neighborhood. The neighborhood is called Lakecrest. I'm not gonna like name the name of the families here, so I don't think it matters. It's a Dang. big enough. It's give a big the enough. Coordinates, why don't you? Yeah, yeah, let me give you the geolocation of them. Yeah. Uh, so there's like this, like there's like the most mundane suburban white Christian people ever. They like do nothing. They they go to one person's house. It's like a little party. All the adults go there and they drop their keys into a bowl and they walk in. Mm, what are the keys for? This is going. And then they reach in one by one, grab keys, and, then and what uh, do they do? that's the person you're sleeping with tonight. So these sleeping like, with as in uh, sharing a bed, nothing more. Yeah, dude. No, a bedtime no. story. Maybe a warm glass of milk. <laughs> warm glass of milk. More cookies. like a warm glass <laughs> a of cookie, fucking. Maybe warm. <laughs> <laughs> what? My girlfriend's mom watches these podcasts. <laughs> okay. Hello, girlfriend's mom. Okay. Okay. No, but Hello. but like, it's it's. It's, that's what it is. They have key parties here. I had no idea about it. I saw one of our friends in New York. I won't name him in this story because I feel like maybe he like then people would. I don't think it matters to him. But we, I saw a good friend of ours that we went to high school with in New York, and he told this to me. And it, like the people he told me did it are like the the most just like plain people ever. And it's like they're. They they have such robust Everyone's got marital a little something, bro. Everyone got <laughs> a little something to them. Robust extramarital activities, but I actually had like no idea. That that was that was real. Um, that key parties <laughs> were a thing. 
I don't know how we got here from the am I the asshole for not no, taking we care of my exactly kids. exactly what we set out to do. <laughs> uh, look, it's just, it's, I think at the end of the day, you should not be obligated to do anything. I also think you should get off Reddit and maybe not post paragraphs about how you're like, no, bro, that's too I meta, being, bro. It's like they say, like, sends links to people. They think you're an asshole. They think you're an asshole. They think you're an <laughs> asshole. Read, read cocksucker ball 69. He says, you guys are rude and disrespectful and don't understand that's how hard it is to for. raise. It's like the most eloquent paragraph ever, but that's his username. Yeah, who wants to read this one? I'll read out the title. Okay, I'll. I'll I'll cue this one in. I can read it. So we, we, are, we are going on vacation soon. This is a vacation-themed. Oh. Uh, hey, hey, and for those of you who think, it's not like a vacation vacation. We are working. Yes. We're doing cool stuff. Graham is not invited. Obviously, he has child. So has child. <laughs> I'm also going on vacation, just other direction. Oh, wait, yeah. yeah okay, going, actually, yeah. at this, we're both going to be in Disney's at various moments. Mm-hmm. He'll be mm-hmm. in Disney World with his son, and I'll be in Disneyland with my son. Yeah. Um, so showing him West Coast, and he's going to show little, little J-Man the, uh, the Southeast Coast. Southeast um, Coast. And by the way, chat, I'm reading you guys, and I'm, I'm paying attention as oh, much as the, I can. Everyone that was saying, well, how the, am I doing? Hello, I'm doing fine. Well, we had, we had someone come in and say they've been doing key parties since the 60s and 70s. Like, that's been, like, a free sex culture, and that's, like, a really Wait, popular thing. you doing it? Like no, you, no, no. I think that they're just saying, like, they knew about oh. it. Um, I'm like, bro, you're and then, and then they said, not like historical context means anything to you guys. It's like, it, it means a lot to him specifically. I think yes. that's... A, well, we'll we'll do, like, a the robust... Origin of the key How party about there. we do a robust breakdown of key parties in the next... Yeah, the, the, yeah, the historical context is important. But let this, me let know. me go ahead and get started on this new Am I the Asshole? Yes. Hold on. They said there's a movie about it, which I think is just, like, Ooh. an amazing... Watch the movie. We'll watch it live on Twitch. Watch it live. Um, also, <laughs> the, uh, our lovely head moderator, Quintonus, has been trying to donate to put things over the screen so that it ruins our recording. Uh, uh, fun fact, Quentin. I turned those off because I knew you'd do that. So Q simply... Money, more like Q funny. You tr- even tried... God damn it. Shut up, Isaiah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is... T- am I the asshole for hiding in the room for the rest of the vac... Uh, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for hiding in my room for the rest of the vacation after my fiance dumped me in the pool? So, so we're talking emotional or just like physically picked you up and threw you into a pool? That's what I'm thinking. It's going to go very different directions here. For when me. I was five, I almost drowned and I've been terrified of large bodies of water ever since. Yeah. It's not something I talk about uh, so people don't know about it. We went on vacation with my fiance's family. They spent a lot of time swimming, sailing, and doing other activities involving water. I avoided participating in any of these activities and would normally just read or spend time with my future mother-in-law as she also didn't want to participate. One morning, my fiance ended up dumping me in the pool. I was so shocked, I ended up fainting. I felt awful when I woke up and I could barely form a sentence, but the doctor who came to check up on me told my fiance I was just in shock and needed some rest. Dude, you got like pushed into like five feet of water and a fucking medical examiner came to shock, bro. (laughs) He went into shock. The doctors like put like the thick wool blanket around him. Like it's gonna be okay. (laughs) I don't want to like. like, like, I don't want to like downplay trauma. Yeah, that's mean of me. I apologize for those of you who are scared of water. Um, But I also like the term he used, dumping. Instead of like pushed me into the pool. Yeah, like they, they, mm-hmm. See, they did that on purpose. <laughs> they, they know what they're doing. They we, know who they are. We can't film this series if you <sighs> hate the concept of I it, man. I do. I hate people, everyone. Now, there's more to the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the way he phrases this. I ended up hiding in the room for the rest of the vacation. Even after I started to feel better. My fiance tried to get me eat, to eat with everyone else or to do something with him, but I kept saying no, even though he kept apologizing and said he felt awful. Eventually, his cousin's wife came to see me and said I should come down and spend time with everyone since I was making my fiance feel like crap and he was already beating himself up enough about it without making it worse and hiding in the room all day. She said I was ruining the vacation for everyone by doing what I was doing. It was my fault for not telling my fiance I was so scared of water in the first place. Am I the asshole? Um, Are you guys now realizing that it was the woman that was pushing the pool? Yes. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was pretty clear from the beginning. I was. It wasn't to us. I thought it was the man. Like, not said, that gendered rules matters, time. but I was very much like in the loop of like, 
like a like a guy got pushed into a pool <laughs> and his wife was like furious at him. <laughs> How dare you get pushed into a pool? How dare? I'm going to the room <laughs> for days. For, for days. days. I mean, I don't. I, I don't think they're. I think that they're petty, uncommunicative, bad partners. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not Probably as true. mature as they could be. Uh, if you're gonna go hide away and not just like, sometimes you gotta put up with stuff you don't want to do. It's like, like, and if you're on vacation, it sucks because you're gonna be trapped there. But yeah. like. Uh, I don't know. They just talked to your partner. They said they're sorry. Like, it's not that deep at yeah. that point. Like, also get the uh, the whole shock value thing. And again, to echo what you said, not to downplay any trauma. No, of course, I, of course. <laughs> I used to be terrified of water. But I may I venture to say that your fiance is not going to let you drown. So no. I well, and it's not a fear. So like, like, like to, to play devil's advocate and like mm. go to like the mental health perspective. It's not like an inherent, like probably intelligent fear. That's like. Oh no, they're gonna hurt me. Mm. It's probably just like a biological instinct that kicks in. Like this is a fear that I've had. This is a really miserable. It's like you feeling. know, yeah. No, of course, this, yeah. So you know, not to downplay that, but I do think that like you're not an asshole, but you're like you're bad in your relationship. Like you're bad at talking to your partner yeah. <laughs> respectfully. Like, yeah, like you even like put it in there. Like oh yeah, he apologized many many times and he's beating himself up over it. But I'm still. I could. I was still. In the I room. understand holding a grudge, though. Like I think mm. within reason, you could be like, "I'm still upset at you about this. Mm. Let's have the rest of our vacation, and like we'll figure this out later." But we need to have talks about boundaries. We need to have talks about things that like I'm I'm fearful of, and like just open discussions. Mm-hmm. I think the death of all relationships lie in the fact that people don't know how to talk anymore. Yeah. They're like. <sighs> I wouldn't like. Why it. can't you read my mind, Isaiah? I wouldn't like it if you like said some stuff like, "Oh, I'm, we're going to talk about this after the vacation." Well, like, uh, yeah, there's like be, a way to that'd say that'd be so, worse, yeah. that. That'd be so much worse because like, I'd be like stressed out about like the talk. Well, it's like it's like time. like like you say it with love. You're like, "Hey, I'm a little bit upset about it, but I think that just means that we have to share more, and I think we could like have a really good conversation after the trip and discuss this." Yeah. That's how like a functioning fucking adult person should do it. Folks don't like to but, uh, sugarcoat anything. Me and Grammy are fucking. I'm two years Woo. in the therapy. We got the best. We have the same therapist, like and we love her. And barbed uh, wire. And Nine a.m. Uh, what, what's 10 a.m. 9 a.m. 10 a.m. sessions back to tomorrow, backs. back to yeah. back, as we do the back to back boys doing therapy together, except apart. And uh, we try to limit what we say about each other in therapy so our therapist doesn't have to choose between so she us. And kick one of us out. Which, at the end of the day, simply she'll pick me. I've been with her longer. Sorry, buddy. This is true. <laughs> and Isaiah's jealous because he's always wanted my therapist, but he got a different Literally one. Literally talked up this whole therapist. <laughs> I only ever joined the therapy thing so I could see be with that therapist. Look, see. Um, <laughs> he joined therapy specifically. Look, in my defense, like I didn't know that I happened to hit the jackpot and get the best therapist. I simply like I called the place and they put me up with with my therapist and and it worked out. It was just a good, it was a good situation. Um, we have some people in the chat asking if we've seen the Batman, which I think is hilariously random to the rest of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, bad days, Batman. I, I haven't seen it yet, but it's on HBO Max, so I'll see it when I get back. When we get back from our trip, so like 10 days, I'll I'll give you a review of it. But if you need a review of the Batman, check out Absolutely Marvel in DC. Uh-huh. It's run by the comic historian. I am a main cast member of that show. I didn't review Batman because obviously I haven't seen it yet, but I review a lot of other stuff on there. Do you have another asshole for me? Why, of course I do. <clears throat> am I the asshole for telling a customer that it. his way of flirting... I'll read the title. Okay, cool. That his way of flirting was creepy and he should never tell a woman what he told me. Mm. okay i'm excited you got to get the vocal cadence down man you Mm. know what's funny i feel like when i read these i'm replicating like the the podcast that i listen to that do this and it's always it's one pregnant woman and two guys that's like the main people who like i think it's called like the judging podcast or something like that oh i don't judge's pod and they always they always read it like this am i the asshole for telling a customer that his way of flirting was creepy and he should never tell a woman what he told me that's like the inflection that they use, but it's like super marketable. Never tell them that you told me. Chat, you should debate. Should we read it like Isaiah, like a normal they, person, they, or should I, I read it in like a comical? I, I can read it however. I'm Isaiah asking is them. Too I'm asking. over the bullshit. I can. Let's be real. <laughs> I, 24 female, work in a smoke shop. Most of my customers are well-mannered and super respectful. Being the only woman who works in the shop, I do get a fair amount of customers flirting with me. We all work alone on our shift for the most part, unless hours are split. Oh, this asshole. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Mm. A couple Ooh. of weeks ago, I had a male customer come in around 8 p.m. As I greeted him, the first words out of his mouth were, I'm going to read this like a, like a guy I think goes to a smoke mm. show. 
I love your skin. You're so beautiful, and I'd commit a crime with you. Oh, he's a good old boy. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> wait, hold, wait, boys, wait, 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 wait. I feel like this is a bit What was biased. the end of that sentence again? Let me read it again. I love your skin. You're so beautiful, and I'd commit a crime with you. I'd commit a crime with so, you? So he said that. That was the first <laughs> thing he said to you? Yeah, dude. He's you know, love it. Look, okay. Hey, bold females are never satisfied with a with a man that's bold like this. <laughs> this is, they say they want honesty, but when he's honest, he gets he gets blasted on Reddit, huh? Make it make sense. <laughs> he looked right at the camera when he said that. <laughs> Immediately, I got uncomfortable and did a nervous chuckle as I said, ah, "That's really creepy. Please don't ever tell a woman that again." He immediately got quiet, purchased his items, and left. How dare she make him uncomfortable like that? <laughs> How dare asshole. she do that? Fucking ruined his day. <laughs> Am I the asshole? No, you're the fucking asshole. You're the worst, actually. <laughs> a few days later, he came back sort of angry and told me it's women like me that make it hard for men and other women to date. Damn there right. it is. Knew it was coming. Damn and right. how I was a bitch who couldn't <laughs> take a compliment and that he no. would be watching me. Whoa! He would be watching. He's gonna keep an eye out for his future wife. You know, like the good old days. Like, oh, I knew I was gonna marry that woman. I don't know about y'all, but uh, I want to commit a crime with you. Is maybe not the kind of compliment. No, I'm he wants to be Bonnie for. and Clyde. You know, he wants a little crazy, like ride along lady, <laughs> a down ass person. So am I the asshole for standing up for myself? For those who may ask, the night in question, I was wearing a baggy sweatshirt and sweatpants. No, sweetie, no. Oh my Don't god. Don't fucking tell me you're out. That just like <laughs> that like makes my my blood fucking boil. Yeah, you don't have to that. qualify. You could be wearing a well, I was about to say you could be wearing nothing but a thong, but simply that mm-hmm. I, I think maybe that's the line. Wait, it would have been wear, okay what he said if you were wearing anything else. You could wear literally any outfit <laughs> and you sweat would be pants. you sweat would be pants. fine. Sweatpants, that's an outrageous. He shouldn't have said yeah. that. Ridiculous. That was just that was just ridiculous. Like let women exist in the world, can we please? And can we not? Like oh, how has incel culture got more prevalent with the invention of the internet? Like, I thought they were going to, like... What happens is, like, they get into, like, a concentrated space of other people that are also miserable, and it's like, oh, these sh- we're all... This is all... We're right about this because of our shared experience. This is I like can, a religion. It's like a cult, basically. It, it basically is. I just, you know... Echo chamber, that's what I just described. <laughs> you just described an echo Very chamber. Uh, we have uh, someone in the chat said, first date ideas? How about arson? <laughs> this guy? <laughs> yes. Um, and then she put an edit ever since posting it. The person has been banned and he's not come back since the day he made the threat. I also can't really report to the police because I don't have his name or any identifying information aside from his face, which security is on the lookout for. Put him on blast. Didn't even ask his name. Yeah, put him on blast and didn't ask him. Hey, you, what crimes do you want to commit? What crimes do you want to commit? What if he like, like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> I just thought like the worst fucking thing I could have thought of in that moment. And I don't want to say that crime. What if he just like, he's like super casual. I'd commit murder with you. I was going to say, does the type of crime change your opinion on on this situation? Why? I like don't know what he was going for. He's like going for like a like a Romeo and Juliet star-crossed lovers. Like we could fight anything together so we it's should like, rob a It's like bank. those Tinder bios when they're like, oh, I want someone to be a Bonnie for my Clyde. You've been, you've been having a time on Tinder, haven't I you? I have, especially tonight. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I am so, so happy to not be on any of those apps oh, at all bro. anymore because thanks for flexing on me, dude. Bro. Yeah. Let me, let me flex on, let me flex. On you oh, you me. have a girlfriend. Nice. Nice. Bro. nice. Okay. 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 <laughs> we got to settle down. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, he's got a girlfriend. He's going to talk about that. No, Whoa. I'm not going to tell you anything else about that. I wanted to, I want to talk about the specifics of like the weirdness, the, the office bios. Mm. If you don't like the office, sorry, we're not going to work out. So swipe left. The only thing I do agree with is like oh if you have a dead animal in your picture then please swipe left and i'm like yeah. i uh, happily happily well, yeah but you don't need too. you don't need to like say it like just shut up just shut yeah, up yeah. you know what i mean there's like, like a lot of them like just have like it's like a first thing like, like like a wall of text with like a bunch of qualifications it's like it's like we get it your damage virgo like, rising moon sagittarius like, super into vinyl and if you're not into vinyl and you think spotify is the way to listen to music no, then simply you say, don't listen to music they say first not here one. not here for hookups not here not for here. a sneaky link i am not smoke friendly looking for friends platonic friends on a dating app it's like okay i just want if you're looking for nudes then screw somewhere else like it's like a sentence that doesn't make any like, like any hey, sense at you're, all you're a pervert already i already i just, I just know it's like i, I do understand the concept of like 
It's just like just swipe left on the people you don't like. You don't need to like qualify with like. If you think this, you better swipe. You have the the master god power of this. In fact, having more Republican degenerate ugly people, you know, swipe right on your poster is actually good for you Mm. because Tinder functions on an ELO score. For those of you gamers in the (laughs) the Bad Days Mm -hmm. podcast, you're like. ELO score, you mean like how they determine who I play in Fortnite? <laughs> like who I get match made against? Mm-hmm. Literally, yes. It judges you on a scale of 1 to 10 on your attractive level based on who, how many people swipe left and how many people swipe right on you. So a very attractive person in Alabama could want to swipe right on you, mm-hmm. but she will have never seen your post because you made your account here in Birmingham, Alabama, where the old blacks and the where, old browns no, aren't no, really no. successful. Look, my profile must not have been engaging enough. You know, I, I know all these other guys put so much effort <laughs> in how they look. On these, on these sites. So I simply did something wrong on my end. So I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. Literally. Try harder. For having to experience my profile. Graham gets for a, a profile. Try to get laid harder. <laughs> Graham's profile literally plus 35 likes instantaneously. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Hey, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not confused about it. Graham. You're a good-looking guy. I can't wait to get a haircut tomorrow and you get rid of that pirate beard. You Ooh. look like. You look like you've been. Well, he like looks it, jolly, bro. bro. I like it. No, he looks. He, it's not. Look at that. It's cool. Okay, I think I it's, like it's, it. it's it's full. It's beautiful. But you have to dress a certain way to make it like look fantastic. You have to all work in a smoke shop. No, I think you you, you go the hipster route or you go the like. You gotta do like the like the wax and the mustache. You can. Curl it up on the end. Look, Saw man. a man today with a handlebar mustache. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to do that? Do you, I have wax. I have mustache wax. You want to try it out? I do not. But it's super seems, fun. I've done it before for fun. Seems for like I've never done it. it. Yeah. If even you for fun. You don't just like twist it up every now and then just to see what you'd look like as a villain. You're yeah, wrong. Exactly. Uh, Graham looks like he could either be homeless man or like billionaire. And there's no one between. It's yes. just about how he dresses. And his go-to outfit, oh, I'm not shitting you, is a pair of Adidas slides that have to be 10 years old, basketball shorts down past his knees, and a t-shirt with one to three stains on it every time. One to three stains. Yes. No disrespect, but you yes. can't. That means you're in the homeless track. But if you dress nice at all, homeless track. The homeless outfit track. Say that's what I just set no, up. You did and, not. I'm just saying it works for Matt, Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not him, but you and know. Do you Sandler's know that Adam Sandler? Were, it, it, he works because he's Adam Sandler. Nah, bro. Right. He works because he wears basketball shorts around his ankles. <sighs> Graham, you're a handsome guy. I, I think you could. I think you could pull off more outfits than you're willing to try. Don't try, Graham. Don't fair. try. Me and Zay went shopping today, and he bought like a real poppy L's style graphic T-shirt from Dave, yeah. and he's gonna look cool in it. So we're all we're all we're all doing fashion. <laughs> we're gonna be trying. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give it a try. Um, someone in chat said one of three stains. At least he's consistent. Yes, you got this, fair. Graham. Yeah. Just considered. All right, well, I'll thank read. you. Okay, um, you can choose which one on screen you want to see. There are three really interesting ones right there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hit me with the wildest. The wildest first line. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to go this one because we, we just talked therapist. Yeah. So am I the asshole for confronting a therapist and threatening to report him after he breached confidentiality? Mm. Throwaway account. My fiance, 36 male, and I, 32 female, have been together for five years, long distance for the past two. We recently decided to get married, and although we are very open about our relation to each other, my fiance felt that he had a very specific set of concerns regarding his family and and his recent fertility diagnosis that he wanted to speak to a therapist about. Coincidentally, a distant family friend of ours who is a highly qualified therapist in that very field, i.e. family and cultural counseling, and while we would have uh, wanted a neutral third party, this friend assured us that he would be professional, and where we are, we don't have a lot of options for good therapy, so we agreed. My fiancé went for three months, and he asked, uh, or, sorry, and he says it helped a lot. He said he will soon ask the therapist about some couple sessions too that may help, and I agreed. So for so far, all was going well. God damn. She wrote a <laughs> soliloquy. Is a book? She wrote, uh, she wrote a <laughs> thesis on it. I need to be holding with my left hand because I need to hold this Always up with my be right holding, hand. Always got to be holding, bro. Always got to be holding. So far, I mean, like, you know, 
makes sense to use a family friend. I do mm-hmm. think like you're instantly adding the risk of like how many people do you know like don't talk shit about their workplace? Yeah. Minus me, who yeah, like, is like I work like for because you have nuanced, no workplace. I have so much an work. Actual nuance situation. You have work here. to do, but you have no workplace. Your workplace is this is your not home. my workplace? Is this also not your home? Do I sleep place? in this room only once? I fell asleep on the couch. Doubtful. It was very comfortable. No, it's pretty comfy. The the ottoman is underneath there. Okay. True. Now, at a dinner party, (laughs) at a dinner party thrown by my family, this therapist was a guest. He took my mom aside and told her that my fiance has a lot of emotional baggage, and marrying him will be a lot of work for me. To be fair, he also said my fiance and I are committed to making this work, but as a friend, he thinks I can do better. Yo. Fuck Whoa. you, dude! Overstepping your Yo. bounds, literally. I wouldn't even approach any I kind mean, of subject like, like that. The idea that our therapist would ever speak about us publicly with anything other than positive things is insane. Seriously, like I don't think that they would. I think that the, at worst, my therapist would be like, "Oh my god, honey, Hassan's life is horrific, but he's uh-huh. so sweet and smart, and he's working so hard." And like for Graham, Graham makes such. Poor choices. But my God, is he working towards better ones? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You don't make poor is choices. Is that not illegal, though, to yeah, do what he law. did? It's like, against the law. It's against literally the law. So illegal. Me and Graham are best friends. Our therapist is like fully aware of this, right? So we know when each other's sessions are. Like We know who goes after the other. Mm-hmm. But I could literally say, you're seeing Graham next? And they'll say, sorry, can't say, because they respect confidentiality that much. Like that level of like, as it should be, as it should be. So like, I I can't understand that. Like that is insane. Um, move on to the next part. My mom was alarmed and voiced her concerns to me. Hearing from a professionally, obviously, or a professional, obviously spooked her. She agreed he had breached confidentiality, but is convinced it must have been a serious issue about my fiance that prompted him to do it. Mm. I confronted him and threatened to report him, and he apologized but again reiterated that I could do better. I'm obviously shaken as this was a private conversation between us as couples that's now fodder for my entire family. My fiance doesn't know any of this. I'm not sure about telling him as he was finally getting some help after years of mental health issues. Okay, so is the therapist the the fiance's... Um, no, the therapist no, is the, the wife's friend. The, uh, like, yeah. like he's related to someone, right? No, he's just the wife's okay, so, family okay. friend. So he's okay. Yeah. In that he's case, a family he, he's friend. trying to, he's trying to, you know, trying to slide on in there. When is it too far gone trying to, be to a tell wrecker. somebody not to? I mean, I know, like in the wedding, you can stand up and be like, "I object" or all that kind of shit. But, but no one ever does. But like as a well, okay, as a therapist, you shouldn't be saying it at all. Yeah. But like as a friendly little nudge, when is that too far gone to be like, "Hey, as I mean, your like, friend who kind of sees you somewhat often." Don't marry this person like, tomorrow. What if like you like push them off onto someone else? Like you were like they weren't your client anymore. Could you then discuss? The, I think there's like a statue of time because because I always wonder yeah. that like can you be friends with your therapist after therapy is over? I hope that I'm not. I'm in a form of therapy for my entire life because I think that's important. But at the same time, like I probably won't live in Birmingham for several years of my mm-hmm. life, and I'd like to keep in touch with my therapist. Like I, I'm invested in their life at least a little bit, but it's also like, you know, where are the bounds at? Where are the rules? Where are the regulations and things like that? You also almost exclusively do video calls anyway, as it is. I so... don't. Okay, I go on time, <laughs> so moving we, would not be that bad. We switch dates. I'm used to waking up early on Friday, but waking up early on Tuesday mornings is difficult. Um, but uh, yeah, so. It, that I don't know. I don't know what the appropriate course of action is. Like as a, um, like how do you if if someone's like telling you in therapy that like when I was a kid I used to like wring animals' necks and I like to like look at the blood and like I would <laughs> I would fornicate with it. And it's like whoa whoa whoa. You know, whoa, actually, whoa. if he said shit like that, I wouldn't be as upset about yeah. this. Like mm-hmm. it's well, still but, highly but, illegal, but, like, but... It, it's highly illegal. No, that's and it's normal. Like, Where's Close. the line there, though? Like, because because if we say yes to this, then maybe it's like, well, I thought it was just as important that he's into Kermit the Frog porn, so I had to tell you not to marry him. You know what I mean? Like, like that's weird, but like, I don't think you should divorce, like, not marry. I mean, actually, maybe you should marry somebody. You know what I mean? Like, that's like weird anecdote, weird, strange, like mental quirk. The other one is like serial killer precipice kind of vibe, but like, they're both weird. They're both things that yes. like that like have if a partner like they, they wouldn't discuss it out of like in any other context but this one but this guy is i mean pretty verbatim saying don't marry this guy because he has 
depression around his fertility. Like that is <laughs> like that is nothing to do with the ringing animals. Bro, what if what if serial killer cost. anything? What if <laughs> what if the um what if like his problem is that he's too fertile? He's like he's like because like they don't tell you like what the fer- like guarantee they, they have an operation for that. On the they first go. They don't need to, but like they're just like the way it's written. They never like exclusively say like what type of fertility problems he's having. He's just like he's he like his, his swimmies are too powerful, snip. and he he, he gets people reduced. he gets people pregnant left and right. He just doesn't know what to do. And he just <laughs> blinks like, at him. That's not funny. Or wrap it up. That's what he do. My family thinks I'm the asshole, and I should be grateful for the therapist. Am I the asshole? Dang. Wait, 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 wait. wait. How are you How the did asshole? That end again? So, so it ended with I confronted him and threatened to report him. He obviously, yeah. he apologized. He reiterated that I okay, could do better. Yeah. I'm obviously shaken that this was a private conversation. My fiance doesn't know any of this. I'm not sure about telling him because he's finally getting somewhere with mental health issues. My family thinks I'm the asshole and I should be grateful to the therapist. Am I the asshole? No, no but old buddy needs to watch himself marrying into that yeah. family. Good Honestly. lord. Yep. Literally, that what is. a wild! They, and they all agreed with the therapists. Yeah, that's yep. that's. Edit, edit, and they added an edit. Edit to specify why this may not be clear cut. He didn't divulge any diagnosis or any conversations my fiance had. He'd been throwing out vague advice like a caring friend would, which makes this ten times worse because now everyone is speculating about my fiance and our sex life, whether we're planning on children, is one of us gay or bi, etc., and is quite frankly embarrassing i do not want gossip about my family and it's and my family is partly to blame edit i'm not in the u.s and have explored options with a lawyer unfortunately in my country i have to go through multiple court hearings and legal fees uh to prove without a shadow of doubt this is an ethical violation i.e witnesses written word and as long as it is seen as a minor nobody died this will likely be dismissed i will speak to my fiance when he gets back home and respect that he wishes to do moving forward thank you for your inputs this guy this therapist guy he's like a circler he's like he's like trying to like the family's probably telling him hey we're pulling for you you can, you well, can, you can say, get just, her she's gonna get no help from the family either like I mean, no all the she, witnesses she really and just, shit, that goes out the window because yeah. they're not they're on his side she really just has to like decide if she wants to. A lot of these am I the assholes just like remind me that like families are bad. It's like a bad idea to have one of them. Yeah, because they, they they're so entitled to your like your life and like give opinions on what you should do and like you're just another person. I don't Is, even know you for real. I also agree with her though that it makes it so much worse that he won't say why. Like he has those hesitations, you know. Yeah. Like, and I get that maybe he's trying to at this point protect a little bit of information, but still, if you're like, hey, I know you're engaged this person but don't marry him and leave it at that i that's that's so much worse why yeah it's it's so uh personal anecdote and you guys will be like this is the most messed up thing you've ever heard one of the most messed up things when um every episode (laughs) bookshelf it's the bookshelf (laughs) um so during a a period of my life i was a young Silly little man who just didn't know what to do with his existence. I was born and raised Muslim, but I'd become a Christian for an old ex-girlfriend that I thought was the one. And it was worth abandoning years of faith and values because, you know, this girl's going to take me back if I find the Lord Christ. And for a while, I was really happy at this church. Um, I think faith, it was hard for me to discern whether I wholeheartedly believed what I was talking about and like what I was around. But the but one thing I will confirm is that the people that were there were wonderful. They were kind, they were loving, they were respectful. And for that period of time, they really cared for me. Right. And, uh, during that period, I was kind of ostracized from the family because I'd left, I'd left faith and then some other stuff had happened and I wasn't living at the house anymore. I'd, I'd moved out. I was living in my car for a long time. I literally like lived in my car. I showered at the rec, like the, the, the local like YMCA Hoover Recreational Center. And then eventually I lived in like my friend's basement until my aunt like had an extra apartment. Uh, <laughs> so I got to stay there. Um, but yeah, I was, I was in a, I was in like a weird position. So I'd really turned to this church. I was really close to a lot of people there and, and not, not, not like a lot, a lot of people. There were like a very tight knit group of like the preacher, the assistant preacher, like a family friend, another family friend, like, and, and, and then ex-girlfriend's family, kind of like, I didn't talk to them, but they were there. Right. And I talked a lot about like my mom's mental illness and how like she was a severe, insane, like erratic person. And that like the reason I'm not living there was because they were like criminally abusive and insane. My mom had like an insanely, like she's just like a wonderful reputation in our town. Like she just does. And like all of Birmingham, she's like a really, really like 
everybody respects her. Everybody knows her because she does a great job of hiding the public, like her private life, which is that she's like a mentally ill, like unstable human being who isn't really fit to be a parent and, and honest to God never has been. Uh, so I talked about these things privately in church. And then when eventually like I'd, I'd made up with them because I wanted to, to like be there for family and a lot of stuff had gone down. I'd made up with them. My mom made sure to tell me word for word things I was saying in the church but refused to tell me who said it. So she did that so that I would never trust those people ever again. And honest to God, I didn't. And that was the catalyst for inevitably for me being like, I don't really need to be a part of this place anymore because I don't trust anyone here. Uh, any, any one of them could have told my mom word for word the things that were, they weren't, there were never lies in the first place. It was very much like my mom's like, well, how dare you tell these people these things? But they weren't, how dare you lie to them? It was the truth. It was the truth of what was happening. So that had like really, really affected me like so severely. But it's, it's the idea of like not telling them who. So you're always guessing. You're never secure. You're never safe. You're never comfortable. You're always in like a panic of like, who did it? I don't trust anybody. And, and, and like, I've had conversations with people since then that like have really assured me that they weren't them, but like a little part of me can't trust anybody. Yeah. So, uh, that's in the same vein of like that. Am I the asshole thing? of just like not directly saying like what the thing is and like what its effects could be, like what the ramifications could be, uh, of that. Cause the, the person who was like, if they were really concerned about my mom, mm -hmm. right? Like, Hey, Hey, you, this, your son's ruining your reputation or whatever. I think that they would have just said that, that like, you should talk to him. Mm. But they said like word for word. And then my mom used the word for word back at me just to make it so clear and like so ingrained in my mind that like everything that I was saying was being re like, told back to her. I can never trust anybody. And truthfully, like I have my A friends. A lovely woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, guys. It's uh, yeah, life came back around for her and she's not in the uh, the best position of power these days. Because when you, you treat people like ass, life often bitch slaps you back to Bangkok. That's a the, the bitch slap back to Bangkok is like, what? what is that from? Uh, Rush Hour? Probably. Yeah, Chris Tucker said, like I'll that. bitch slap you back to Bangkok, which oh. is so racist yes. because Jackie Chan is obviously Chinese, uh, but also anecdotal because I've been to Bangkok, Thailand, and I have some traumatic stories from there with my, my mother. So very topical, very, <laughs> very nice, circular bro. loop. Um, what do you have for us? Say? Okay. Yeah, so we can pick one of the other three that we were looking at. Yeah, dude. Also, since you went ahead and mentioned it, it is crazy like how much of a reputation there is for churches and gossip because yeah. that is such a real thing. It's a prayer it is request. Insane. Yeah, literally you put in a prayer request to a church and then they tell everybody like everything going on in your mm -hmm. life. It's that that is that is a special kind of like don't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare do that. Here we go. Cuz cuz like, like you you had the, the like like you had a kid young Right, and I can't imagine you oh, had yeah. any shortage of gossip in your church of like, <gasps> Graham, fornication, baby, uh, what is happening here? Like, like, uh, which is just like that's. Fair. I mean, maybe I went around for it, so I can't say. One I way guess or the it other, didn't matter but, as much for you. Yeah, I know the other end of that as far as like the the mother of your child is concerned and like i wasn't like i barely know her even now i know your son super well and i remember like how many rumors were spreading about her during mm -hmm. that time period and how like how much of like a talk of the town it was and it's like it's crazy she's having a baby so like let's let her have the baby you know like let's just not <laughs> let's be all nice in my community like him you know yeah uh, things like that are, are so, so frustrating because they can be so damaging to people. And then there are certain situations where it's like, not enough rumors. Mm. <laughs> like, respectfully, <laughs> when the preacher is like, like oh, actively cheating. Suddenly then know? we're all Christ-like. People should talk about it. Yeah. Suddenly yeah. then no, we're all like, oh, I, I think there's more, more conversations. <gasps> don't you do I don't think you should I think that was, a, uh, we have a friend who uh, went to a church for a very long time and the like head preacher of it was on the way to like cheating on their wife and then like decided that they weren't going to do it. So they came back to the house and they're like told their wife and they, they, they eventually like split up and stuff, but they were like in charge of this building and it's like a very taboo topic. Like nobody discusses it or mentions it anymore. I'm like, I feel like that should be the talk of the town for I their little shit. I about that all the time, bro. I would literally talk about time. it nonstop. <laughs> Especially if, like, the family's still attending it. Like, respectfully, like, you yeah. gotta bring up the tea. You gotta go, bro. I mean, hey, you reap what you sow. Yeah. Fair game. Yes, yes, yes. And I also, guys, Ashris, I think you can only do that for cheating, right? If it's, like, like they were in a consensual adult relationship that wasn't in marriage and they had a kid, like, shut the fuck up and mind your own yeah. business. I know yeah. people, like, like who... Our old choir teacher is, like, a wonderfully amazing person who I think the only reason they are not Christian today is because they were ostracized from their church 
because they had a child out of wedlock. They like had a choir director or a youth director position and they were super happy and they loved it. And then they were fired because they had a child out of wedlock, even yeah. though they ended up marrying the person. They read know. the story of Jesus and were like, the lesson is we should ostracize people that are a bit different and a bit sinful. Oh, we should only man. Because that's the what the Bible wants. When will I stop doing this? <laughs> when will I stop just announcing religious trauma on the internet? Do you guys remember when I... Well deserved. Say, do you remember like the portion of Bad Days where I just like would never, ever bring up like, what do you call it? Um... I would never talk about this stuff. I think there's a portion of the time when you were in the situation. Yeah. Still. I was in the middle of the ex-girlfriend debacle, yeah. so I like deliberately wouldn't touch on my feelings about like my faith because they were kind of using things that I was saying on this podcast as like ammunition against me. Really? People were um, listening to it back then? Yeah, that person. Oh. The, speci- the ex. My ex-girlfriend oh, was oh. specifically like listening to this and then making a lot of assumptions about me. But like even during that time period, I, we were kind of playing characters. Like at mm. least I was. On this podcast, oh, I was because I was less like genuinely me. Like I had, I had like avenues and like importance that I needed to like. I needed to build an online persona, and obviously, that's not a one-to-one recreation of like who I am outside of the camera. Benny said it today. I was filming a, a live stream with the comic story, and he's like, "Who's this different Hudson on live streams?" He's like so energetic, and he's talking to the well, chat you sound and all that just stuff. Like him, bro. Do I? I, just I like listen him. to him so much now. <laughs> Guys, clip if you're uh, a lot of AMD, a lot of the fans from absolutely Marvel and DC subscribe to Bad Days because cool. the Mickey stuff is overwhelming, Lovely. but they love me. Guys, you should clip that and send it to Ben when you get time. Yes. By the way, chat, I am reading you. Uh, someone said, have y'all inter- ever interacted with a preacher's daughter? Were we maybe talking about a person in the last story that I just told yeah. who had a daughter that was uh, a preacher's daughter and they continue to do weird shit to this day? <laughs> Lovely. Oh, God. Yeah, true. Position also, to be put in. Also a weirdo who spreads unnecessary rumors about people for no reason. <laughs> so let me, let's take it. Let's take on to an am I the asshole so I can exit religion. Say, uh, am I the asshole for choosing one of my sons? Ho, ho. I'll do that again. <sighs> let's do it. Let's see. Uh, should I do? Am I the asshole for choosing one of my sons? I'm going to do, do it like that. Very good, say. Thank you. Am I the asshole for choosing one of my sons? <laughs> That's <laughs> literally <laughs> how they say it. That's <laughs> <laughs> My husband, 68 male, and me, 65 female, have three children, 38 male, Steve, 37 male, Ryan, and 35 male, Owen. My husband was a standout athlete and went to college on a scholarship to play football. Steve and Owen were also very athletically gifted and spent a lot of time with their dad playing sports. Ryan was in a debate club and the drama club. My husband spent most of his time with them regularly and excluded Ryan. When Ryan was 14, he made the comment that to me that he would probably wouldn't join any of the clubs in high school since dad wouldn't be proud of him since it wasn't sports. My husband overheard <laughs> My husband overheard and was annoyed by that statement. But for 3 months he spent some one-on-one time with him, but once sports season started, that time came to an end. Thoughts so far? I mean, I, like, I think when, you have this, right? I love when the, the father figure, instead of like trying to lead with understanding, they start just by being angry at the fact that someone is saying something against what they wanted to do. That feels personal, Zay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't loaded at that all. Wasn't, that wasn't a layered <laughs> statement to make. Um, your dad nice was your anecdote. dad was a very impressive athlete. Mm-hmm. So you and your brother are both drama, theater, choir, mm-hmm. one of them queer kids. So yes. like it's very... But, but my dad never, like after like... 11 years old he never tried to get me to not do anything artsy though that's one of them they they were really supportive of like always supportive of that okay that's wonderful that's wonderful because i do think that's like a legitimate Mm. like fear and 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 i know you did sports growing up for at least a little while and then you were like ended up in the show choir pipeline like what was the boys choir thing that like let your parents be cool with that or like what was the reasoning for like i feel like i don't know show choir is a really niche thing and most of the kids in it are gay (laughs) <laughs> respectfully oh, like i only did that yeah because i was doing all the other choirs yeah like, that's how i got into that respectfully like we're we were all in show choir and somehow none of us are gay <laughs> which same. we made it out we made it out <laughs> we made it out we made it out alive mm-hmm. no no but a lot of our friends were gay and a lot of people like we knew and they were closeted at the time but like very happily happily openly lgbtq plus these days um, yeah shouts out to those people we oh my god out. not in a fun place for coming out but power to you power to you power. and uh, there are a couple people that i often think about of like my God, have you become the kindest, most wonderful person? And like you were legitimately miserable to be around growing up. <laughs> and it's it's because this this terrible fucking environment makes you not allowed to be yourself. So how could you spend a day being happy? You know. So 
all the respect in the world to them. And uh, that's interesting because I had a very different journey. Like I only did choir because it was an easy A because I was like a brown kid and I was really interested in getting a 4.0 in middle school, which I did for that first year. Choir, thank you for the help on that one. Mm. And then um, I fell into like the, like I wanted to go on cool trips and I made friends and I like wanted to do Disney and then I slowly like made more and more friends over time and it became a thing that I did and the music became really, really ingrained in my life mm. later and like Isaiah's a songwriter. I'm kind of a retired songwriter here and there. Um, <laughs> Isaiah's knees slips. <laughs> Someone in the chat just c- commented, Isaiah's knee slips in and out of place more often than soap in a prison shower. <laughs> Hey, yo, <laughs> disrespectful <laughs> Quentin. Was Quentin wasn't, it was yeah. obviously Quentin oh, was with the weirdest um, comments. Yeah, always with the strangest comments. Leave my knees alone. <laughs> They've been through enough already. Um, for those of you who didn't watch the normal bad days, which was, guys, I'm gonna respectfully say that wasn't my favorite episode of the podcast. I think mm. that we had kind of like a lower energy. My girlfriend said, and I quote, and she's sweet for telling me this because she is very honest with me. She said, it felt like you were preaching to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zay was on a lower energy ticks and like mm-hmm. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't like as funny and I think that's why Graham's here because like he brings a little bit of the energy, like a little Hello. bit of the, You make me smile, Graham. You're oh, just thank a you. You make me so happy. Graham's one of my best joy. friends. He's just, I can't. Not a sponge of joy. <laughs> He's a sponge of, he a sucks sponge up the joy <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> Fuck joy. I'm Graham. Um, exploding ball but yeah of okay okay so we're gonna we're gonna finish up this one because mm. i feel bad that we haven't finished the story it's really important that we we figure out about my husband 68 male and me i just hate that she listed <laughs> oh, yeah. all of their A's, ages <laughs> but yeah Cute. he didn't end up joining speech and debate my husband attended a handful of meets for just that's it, that's it. my husband attended a handful of meets for him i'm assuming mm. uh when he made state, he was ecstatic. We invited both families, and I told my husband he'd be better if there were our two sons. What the fuck? Okay. Right. Hold on. Hold on. Did I, like, read this entirely no. wrong? There's no, no way I did. There's no, no way I did, right. right? I'll go back to the sentence before. My husband overheard and was annoyed by that statement, but for three months, he spent some one-on-one time with him. But once sports season started, that time came to an end. He did end up joining speech and debate club. My husband attended a handful of meets for that. When he made state, he was ecstatic. We invited both families, and I told my husband he'd be uh, he'd better be there for our two sons. They ended up they showed up, but halfway through our left tour, the college campus, because the t- what kind of fucking moron wrote this? Like, <laughs> Holy there, shit! Are there two in the debate world, or just yeah? But oh, they, they okay. never say See, it. They never that. say it. They never say it. That's the sentence. He did a joining speech and debate. My husband attended a handful of meets. When he made state, he was ecstatic for our sons. We, we invited both families, and I told my husband he better be there for our two sons. They showed up about halfway through, but left to tour the college campus because the tournament was boring. They ended up missing our son present. Ryan was devastated. Present. in <laughs> I was just reading this and it was so stupid that I, like, I couldn't help but be confused. Our son, present. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a present to us when he was born. Bro, like like all the people that thought I was going to fail that were like, this is, oh my God, Hudson's is successful. My English teacher's re- like, watching this. He can't even fucking read. <laughs> he can't even spell can't it. Even fucking I was right. This is why Hoover High School won't invite me to be a speaker. By the way, guys, if you get bored, you guys should like tweet at Hoover High School. Hey, Hudson Kader, alma mater, who went to your school. Maybe instead of having legendary shots for the fifth time, or sorry, for the fiftieth time, come to our school. We should well, get. The- are you publicly ad- advocating for this institution to be mass harassed? Uh, no, absolutely not. That Actually, sounds deeply don't, personal. Don't tweet at them. I was just saying it'd be fun <laughs> if I got to go there as a speaker because they mm. often got other YouTubers from our town to come there yeah, and respectfully, to respectfully to them because they're awesome. I have like. 10x everybody's followings that went to Hoover High School. So, uh, <coughs> done with that. Uh, Matty Homeyer, great friend. He's the one who made the Bad Days intro, so hats off to him. Matt's in the chat, and he said, who needs to read? It's 2022. Respect. Wait, someone from my school's in chat? No, no. Matty's oh. uh, our friend from, uh, from, from my days on Super Panic Frenzy, where I was the greatest stream sniper who ever lived, hey. and I won't elaborate on that. <laughs> um, Evil. So, they ended up missing our son present. He was so devastated, and he told me that when he graduated, he was moving to college and not coming back. He ended up going to college out west and joined their forensics and debate team and won a national championship. 
I attended, but his dad chose to take Steve and Owen to a hockey game instead. Ryan ended up in law school and is now a junior partner at a firm. He got married a few years ago and gave us our first grandchild last year. Our son allowed us to meet our grandson, but then told us that he doesn't plan on moving back ever or on visiting our hometown anytime soon, so he doesn't want any of his kids around my husband and his brothers because of favoritism. My husband... Did it stop the recording? No, 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 no. Oh, the, contra- the computer's running low on storage space. I think oh. we'll be able to make it through the recording. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I, I, I have the VOD on. roasted in the chat right now? No, no, no. Don't read the chat right now. <laughs> don't read the chat. We'll read it at the end. Yeah. We'll finish this up. Um, so, sorry about that, guys. Uh, he doesn't want any of the kids to be around my husband and his brothers because of the favoritism. My husband was livid and told Ryan that it was time for him to grow up and stop blaming him for his issue. My husband is now angry because, <laughs> because he feels like Ryan is being petty and stubborn and ridiculous. I finally had enough of his whining and I told him I had warned him about the inclusion of Ryan and the blatant favoritism for his brothers over him and that I have no sympathy for him now that Ryan decided to cut him out of his life. I told him he needs to go to therapy and work out his own issues. I've been out west three times since then without my husband because he feels Ryan is being ridiculous and is still angry with him for not supporting Ryan and not defending him and that he showed favoritism. He used our other sons to try and guilt me into taking, uh, into talking to Ryan about being immature cause, and causing a rift. But I said, I don't feel like it's my job to defend something I warned him about years ago. They told me I was being overdramatic, and now they see where Ryan got it from. Wow. Uh, I told them that they were allowed their opinion, but from then on, I was no longer hosting family holidays, and they could fend for themselves. I went out west over Easter and spent... Uh, time with Ryan and his family. My husband is claiming that I am now showing the favoritism. So am I an ah? Uh, so am I the asshole? That's literally how she wrote it. What? Jesus fucking Christ. What did she say? She said, I'm not kidding. Am I showing favoritism now that I am that? And am I an ah? Uh, A-H. So am I the asshole? Hey, uh, Simply, we will not be able to turn this into a YouTube short because of how fucking unable <laughs> I have been to read this goddamn um, mess. So No. Is the answer to the question. Someone said, wait, who are you guys talking about? We're talking about assholes. We're talking about <laughs> assholes, bro. We're talking it's about true. assholes. Uh, uh, like, you're not the asshole. You're, uh, this is standard fucking Southern conservative father yes. who like, like just doesn't, they refuse to step out of themselves for 10 seconds. This mm-hmm. woman is clearly a boomer and, uh, or a bot. Yes. <laughs> look. NPC, what was the original bro. question? Is she the asshole for choosing the son over the rest of the family, yeah, or just basically. for like having a favorite son? The thing I, for choose the, for making the choice. That, yeah. That's like what she's asking about. No, she's the asshole. You need, you need one parent to balance it out if you yeah. get neglected by the other. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, buddy. No. And like the guy is like he's like he's, 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 I was go. neglected by all of like, them. The, the father is like <laughs> talking is like he's talking like the guy himself has problems, but the guy is living his best life from what the mom is saying. So like. It's so obviously just the dad having having issues. Yeah. So this, I mean, two big old edits. Th- I th- we have edits. Yeah, we have edits, and one of them is fat. Edit. I went to almost every game I could with Steve and Owen, and I spent individual time with them as well. Ryan's meets and event were far less frequent than Steve and Owen's, and I was there for them as well. I did not neglect my other sons for Ryan. I even ended up a few weeks ago still spending time with my sons, and um, had their significant others over for dinner at least once a week. So that's fine. So she's, I, I'm sure people in the chat like, he, you didn't respect the athletics of your boys. They were out there grinding on the field doing push-ups every day, and Ryan was a bookworm bitch. So, you know. Wow. <laughs> like, I, it's weird that the, the, the three siblings don't, like, try to get along after, after a while. Like, even if they, like, played against each other, like... I think it's, it's it's this like very southern mentality of pitting your kids against each other. Like they're not supposed to become like uh, I think it's common. It's it's common in a lot a of families. Southern thing, but I think it's a super common thing down there. People just like we we saw somebody the other day who he was the brother or he was the the brother of our friend's ex, and I hate our friend's ex. They're the worst person I've ever had to deal with in my life. Mm-hmm. And the brother said <laughs> hey, oh. we we were hanging out at a wedding and it was so much fun. And he was just like, "Hey man, I just want you to know." I fucking hate her too. Like unsolicited, un- <laughs> nothing to do with me. He's like, can I be friends with your your, your best friend again? Because like, I fucking hate my sister. They fucking suck. And it was the, maybe the greatest <laughs> moment of my life to have that affirmation. Um, edit number two. 
Oh boy. I'm getting asked about my other sons and their relationship with Ryan. Surprisingly, my sons always got along, even in high school, despite the fact that Ryan wasn't in sports. Ryan, however, was popular because he got into student government and was the lead in multiple of the school plays and people genuinely liked him. His brothers never shunned him and they often played video games together and hung out together and I never saw any instance where Steve and Owen really uh, say anything or do anything negative towards Ryan well outside of the normal sibling fighting, that is. I even asked Ryan about this and I was shocked at their reaction after I canceled the holiday gatherings and he said that they were always good to him uh, and in fact, Steve often tried to shield him from my husband's judgment. I think their reaction after my husband tried to guilt trip them was out of a sense of duty and loyalty to him because they didn't want to lose their status as the favored sons. I know both sons have met their nephew and over the years, Ryan has separately uh, seen them together. Ryan flew to Owen quite or flew Owen out quite a bit after he finished rehab and he spent a lot of time trying to help him. I'm hopeful Steve and Owen uh, in Owen's anger is more at the fact that I canceled the holidays and that they'll have to wake up and realize Ryan's done nothing wrong. So respectfully, she just said, fuck my son. He's in rehab. Honestly, just doing one of the bus there. Like, she just fucking said, she said, she said, my smart son with a baby, he flies my fucking junky ass bitch son <laughs> all the way over there. So respectfully, drop the fucking mic, Honestly. Ryan. Okay? She needs a divorce. Yeah. I think, I think, I, I, I just don't think, I don't think you should like be in a marriage where the, that, that level of like parenting, like how could you be happy with somebody like that? I feel like every am I the asshole with you comes back to their relationship is just very bad. Yes. Every it's single situation. We've done is. six of these, all six. They just can't communicate. They, they just can't. don't know how to do it. They, they literally can't. They can't do it. They, they they have issues. They need to chill out. They need to chill the F out. They need to just break up. <laughs> chill the F out. <laughs> Sometimes I decide to censor words. Sometimes they I don't. Chill the heck out. They need to calm the farts down. No, um, no I just think it's it's... It, it, it's clearly the reason that they're having issues is because this guy is an asshole. It, it reminds me. So we have, we have uh, a friend. He's like one of my favorite people in the world. He lives elsewhere. Now he doesn't live in our state anymore. Love him to death. His parents used to be two of my favorite people on the planet to hang out with. His mom still is, but his dad uh, was apparently Republican the entire time, but is now like the most like overzealous, like stupid Trumpian idiot ever. And he like tries yeah. to argue with me, which like, I'm all down for respectful conversations and stuff like that. But then he like can't bring up any logical points and I can pretty much just like break down the logistics of every like debate and discussion we've ever had. Um, so he's not fun to be around anymore. And he's just kind of like angrier and meaner and less like, like literally just not fun at all. And the mom is still great. And I'm thinking like whatever love you guys have, it's not worth it. Like you're a diehard, like bleeding heart liberal. And he is like a Trump supporter. Yeah. He's an uneducated Trump supporter who calls President Joe Biden, which like fuck Joe Biden, yeah, and politics, respectfully calls him Sleepy Joe Biden. Anybody yeah. who calls him Sleepy Joe Biden is like an idiot. You hate him for the can wrong reason. Fuck Joe Biden, respectfully. I don't like him. Can you, I think he's can a terrible. Respectfully, fuck somebody in yes. that sense. I believe that's just consensual sex. But so I would like to redact that statement. <laughs> Consensually. No, I just I don't like I don't like Joe. Uh, I don't like Joe Biden. I don't. I don't think he's a great president. But he was the he was the only option in that election, mm. and I'll stand by that. That I will stand by that. No matter what, and I don't for one second think that I'm wrong in that take. I'm an actual person of color, so the yeah. white people that want to constantly project their ideologies upon me, which has happened a lot recently, where they're like, <laughs> well, I think this, well, I think this. Well, yeah, you've had fucking how many hundreds of years in this country as the, the apex predator of yeah, existence? That's what I was talking Come about uh, earlier when I was in the car like a few days ago, with, like how like, like Republicans and Democrats aren't that like different. So if you are a Republican and you're, like like aware of like the differences, like aren't you just like racist? Because the only difference between the two is that, like, the Democrats are like, hey, you know, immigrants and black people are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I mean, that's... that's Gay people it's, can live. It's just, it's just really, really... Everything else is the exact same. Basically. It is. And, and, and I get really frustrated about that. And, and I don't mean to get too political. I, I think that there's a level of, like, you guys are welcome to it and, and enjoy my entertainment if you're not of the same political respect as me. But know that, like, how I view it is not... Like, I don't really like the concept of Democrats or Republicans. Mm -hmm. Like, I have beliefs that exist... Right, federalists. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the federalists. Nationalists. <laughs> Socialist. Um, <laughs> no, I have beliefs that exist that don't line up with either party, and I think it's dumb to be in a two-party system. I think that's like the fucking the original OG president was like, "Don't make a two-party system." So then we're like, "I think we should make a two-party yes. system." Like, like <laughs> fucking idiots. So like, that's, that's the reason our country's dumb and broken. But I think that if you're lining up with a lot of things the Republican Party says within reason, like you are 
falling under people who just don't understand the plight of like what it's like to exist as a person of color, like even a little bit, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. I've recently had to talk about like, I grew up in post 9-11 Alabama. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the most ignorant part of the country, which like respectfully, like I'm sorry if you don't feel this way, it is the least educated, most ignorant part of our entire country. And I like Birmingham. I think Birmingham is better than most places, but like that's a true nature of the South. Mm-hmm. And in 2004, when I was in elementary school, when I was in kindergarten, you had adults that were being raised their children right after 9-11 had happened, right in the middle of the Iraq war and Afghanistan war. And they were very adamant that their children should be xenophobic, Islamophobic, and racist. I had to watch Jeff Dunham's fucking racist bitch ass do his Ahmed the Dead Terrorist puppet sketch so that I could make jokes with the mean white kids that were bullying me regularly. Because mm-hmm. it was the only way to exist. And then it was like the, the demand that you have to be like, you got to understand the country was in, they're trying to recover. Yeah. They're just trying to, to cope with the losses. So if they're racist, you know, that's just going to happen. I was a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I was a five-year-old who had to like discover internalized racism to to survive. And I and, and I think that it's like, oh man, is race really, I was asked the question this week, is like, is, is race really the, the most important thing to you? And it's like, it's it is me. It is the defining characteristic <laughs> of my existence. It is what people um, see when I walk into a room. So that's something that, like, I don't know. It's just, I just I think about that a lot now. I think about that more now than I ever have before. Of like, our friends were going to like middle school dance parties and kissing girls and stuff, and we were like not experiencing any of that. Mm. And I think, but it's it's were we not likable? Like I I graduated like being. I don't know if how likable I was. In high Dude, school. I, you're likable. Don't I graduated. Oh mm-hmm. no! An error recorded. Check your stream output in your recording settings. Dang it! So the recording died. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where we were in the middle of that mess because I had a technical error. I know that's like the the narrative of, of the show. It's a bad um, day. But yeah, I was just talking about growing up brown and and it's just like there was a lot of there was a lot of hurdles that like. I couldn't not have a difficult time existing and and being who I am. So, you know, uh, don't same be, bro, same bro. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh, you stupid German, go back to Germany, go back to Germany." Hey, um, hey, hey, hey. Did we already establish on the show that I didn't come from Germany? No, came bro. from the Creole people in the Louisianas. You are from Germany. You literally are German. You look like this is <laughs> just oh. white. You look like you look like. Milk. Is this reverse racism? Is yes. this reverse racism? You are oppressed now. Dude, I... <laughs> now you can say the N-word. Am I oppressed for looking like milk? Um, Logan apparently at some point said he's going to punch me in the face. Well, Logan, big, big, big shock. I'm going to punch you in the face. Um, <laughs> that's all I can say to him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, how should I wrap the episode? I don't even know how to rap. Well, guys, this day has been particularly bad, but I hope you enjoyed watching. I'd like to have like a little bit of like a happy way to to rock the ending here, um, to like wrap up in like a less. We should less... find a happy story. Uh, you mean another Am I the Asshole? Happen. No, 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 like a good story, like we're drama. I mean, we could we wrap up this like we're leaving. We're oh. in 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 like twenty four <laughs> hours. We will be three hours away from boarding a plane. And leaving to Los Angeles, California. It's Isaiah's very first trip yes, out there. Yes, I might never come back. We're doing a lot of Is really. It really? You never been to California? I never been. To, no, I never been uh, further uh, west than uh, Houston, Texas. Good shit! So wow. Finally, broadening my horizon. I, I'm gonna look down over the plane and see like a whole desert. Have you never done oh, that? Oh my yeah. god, you've never oh, done get that. A it's, seat. it's cool. Never seen that. Before. We'll try to. It's Southwest, so we can get it. Or yeah. we won't check in on time. Did you check in? Actually, should I do early check in right now? It's two. It's, it's not, a day wait, in advance. Three a.m. It's a five a.m. flight on Wednesday. Yeah, three a.m. tomorrow. Ew. I know. It, well, it, here's the thing: it gets us there in time to like have a day in L.A. Though mm-hmm. uh, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's like uh, Southwest is the best. Mabel, you're a sick fuck for saying that. Uh, no, I agree. <laughs> so Southwest no, 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 no. Is the airline Look, unless Southwest you want to offer me a hefty brand deal to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, simply, the only reason we're taking Southwest is because I was burning through my points so I can get a different credit card. For a different flight agency, I am miserable flying Southwest. I hate it so much. I cannot stand it. I also think American sucks. I think Delta is the only one I've flown and like not wanting to die out there. What's the cheap one now? Is it Spirit? Spirit and JetBlue, JetBlue. which like JetSpirit. it's a it's a bus in the sky. 
Um, but yeah, we're we're doing a lot of cool stuff, including um, expect a Mickey Mansion tour during something. Yes. We're gonna be touring Mickey Mouse's Mansion. I won't. And that's not Disney because we're also gonna be at Disney the mm-hmm. second day we get there. Us, comic historian Straw Hat Goofy. If you guys like really cool TikTokers, my friend Wafella, we're all going to Disneyland together. We're gonna see Avengers Campus together and do a bunch of stuff. Oh, so so we're gonna see a lot of stuff. I'm Hudson. That's Graham. That's Isaiah. I sincerely hope your bad days are your best stories, and I will see you next time. Bye. See you.